Hello. Hello. Thank you for listening to Father and Sundays. You're welcome. Not you. Um, this is just a quick message at the start of the episode. So you're starting off, if you're listening to this, you're starting to put episodes either one up to eight. Just to let you know, audio quality isn't all that. No, it, we were using quite basic stuff. We were sort of skirting around it and trying to do things slightly on the wing. Yeah. So we appreciate you starting at the beginning, but if it is a real problem for you, Please skip all, over to episode 9, which is episode 9 is Films. Uh, it does get better from there. It's still not up to the standard it is today, but it's a lot better from that point. So if you do want to see that, you are more than welcome to. If you are happy to stick around with this episode, then I hope you enjoy. Yeah, enjoy. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to another episode of Father and Sundays, The Unexplainable Guide to Absolutely Nothing. Uh, today we've got a spooky one for you. We're going to be talking about ghosts. Very scary. Ooh, yes. Wonder what's coming. So to start off with, let's just do a quick disclaimer. Uh, this is a conversation about the paranormal, like that kind of ghost rather than the BBC TV series, uh, which we actually love. It's fantastic. Yes, really we funny. We love that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. just to start off with, I, as a child, would believe in things like that, believe in ghosts and everything like that. I did grow up, started to get a bit more rational, and now I don't believe in any of the such. Um, I mean, I think it's something that comes with age and maturity and stuff like that. So how about you, Dad? Uh, well, when I was younger, um, I did, like most kids, believe in ghosts. Um, then I was a young adult, and uh, and then I believed in ghosts then as well. And then as an adult and a middle-aged man, um, I still believe in ghosts yeah. because they exist, yeah. So I think straight away you've upset me. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, continue. Oh, I've upset you straight away. Yeah. Making right. out that I'm too immature. <laughs> <laughs> I think there are rational explanations as to why people do believe in ghosts. I just don't believe there's a rational excuse as to the fact that they actually do exist. If you know what I mean, like I think sometimes it's there's a lot of belief systems really, and a lot of people believing things because they want to believe in them rather than them actually existing. Okay. Um, we could go into a lot of more deep kind of thought with that, but sometimes people need that to kind of be mentally motivated and such like that i think the thought of having died at the end of the without saying all like that but the fact of dying and the thought of not there being nothing i think scares people that's why they like to have this thought that there is some kind of life there and 
that's why a lot of people believe in ghosts. Well, it's it's a strange one because like I don't necessarily believe that there's uh, and trying to get not get deep now. Uh, thinking about an afterlife, but I do believe there's there's such a thing as ghosts. I think it depends whether you think uh, think of ghosts being entities that are dead people, as opposed to an essence of something, an essence of a particular happening. Or in my mind, I think ghosts are um, if something violent or something uh, extraordinary has happened sometimes there's a uh, residue of that moment something lingers there that creates these sort of images and and obviously I do get that if you have heard a story about something um, and then you go to somewhere where that event is supposed to have taken place then you're, you know, the mind is a very complicated thing. You know, it could be that that is enough to to suggest to you that you're going to see something, so you then do see something. But so many people have that experience that, you know, okay, I'm not talking about a ghost in a bed sheet going around, that sort of ghost. I'm talking about something that's there, something that remains in a place, something that's attached to a place. I mean... Is that something that you still? It's. I guess it's not scientific, is it? That's, I mean, that's the thing. First of all, when you said about lingering, do you mean like when the dog does a blow off in the room and then walks out, and then he's well, still then, got the ghost of his blow off there? Yeah, it creates <laughs> it creates some sort of a, a wicked entity that yeah. sort of sweeps around the house and and really does affect everybody involved. Yes, no, yeah. that's exactly what I mean. Yeah. Um, well, let's face it; it's not just the dog, is it? <laughs> the cat started doing some really bad yeah, ones too. Yeah, or the cat. I think we're skirting around some problems here. Your ones uh, aren't normally silent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mine's are more like poltergeists because they make make objects move and uh, things fly across the room. No, there I you mean... go. There's, there's another thing: poltergeists. So a poltergeist again. People talk about those being um, something that remains in a particular place that's a spiteful, or you know, they don't that you don't see a poltergeist. A poltergeist is is something that just uh, creates havoc, creates problems, creates uh, movement around a house, and and affects people. That's a different kind of thing again, uh, but you know, I, I mean. I'm open to being persuaded that they don't exist. But, you know, I've had experience of what I believe is that sort of thing. You know, I can't tell you that I've seen a headless horseman galloping down our, our road outside and, and uh, you know, waving at me. But I've certainly been in situations where I can't really explain what happened or, you know, what was going on around me. So I get that. I mean... When someone can't necessarily explain something, a quick explanation could be, oh, it's a ghost or something like that. And I think even when you've mentioned about a lot of people seeing things, now, I don't know about you, but do you ever sometimes, I'm trying to think of a real real example here, but maybe you look at a park bench and the way the screws are in the park bench and the way there's a scratch on the bench make it look, bit look, look a bit like it's got a face. Do you know what I mean? Mm. 
And that's oh, you're talking of, about sort of Jesus in a tea towel sort of thing. Yeah, that kind of thing. But a lot of the time people will see things like that and instantly because you like to see yourself. Everyone likes to see an image of what they perceive like a human. So you want to see these few human features. You even do it with animals as well. You go, oh, they've got human eyes and stuff like that. And you see this image of, of a face. It might just be like a really cartoon star smiley face. But gradually there are things that you'll look at and you'll stare at for a while and you'll think, oh no, there is a face hidden in that. We've got the tiles in the in the kitchen um, and I've sat there having a look at those and you can see things like, there's a. have noticed there's one that looks a bit like Gollum in it. And then there's, mm-hmm. But then, because they're manufactured tiles, there's another tile that also looks like it's got Gollum in it. So there's nothing for me to suggest, oh, that's that's a face of something like a, a ghostly figure, because it's a manufactured thing. But my point being is it's very easy to look at something and then spot something within that image. A lot of people see these ghostly figures and then will think, oh, oh, it's a ghost. But it's not. It's just your mind piecing together things that make it look like a ghost, make it look like a face, something you recognise, because people like seeing things that they recognise. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, uh, for one minute, I don't think our kitchen uh, floor is possessed. Um, And obviously, as far as seeing an image in something, yeah, I get get that. I mean, um, most of the stuff that mum brings back from the allotment vegetables and such look like other things. Uh, granted, <laughs> yeah. most, mostly genitalia. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, it, it does resemble something else. And as we have a good laugh about it, so that's not a problem, is it? But okay, all right. So, for instance, if um, I, I, when I was younger, when I was sort of in my teens, uh, I lived opposite a school. Uh, the school... I had a caretaker. The caretaker's son was a good friend of mine. They lived up the road to us. May I just point out, sorry, you said you lived across the school in your teens. You lived across the the school until you moved out of the house. Oh, yeah, that's true. But what I'm talking about is this happened when I was in my teens, yeah. Okay, right. Let's let's not get picky about this. eh? (laughs) um, So I was at my friend's house. Um. And while I was at my friend's house, his dad came in to the house and he was in bits. He was white as a sheet. He was shaking. He took a lot of calming down. We didn't really know quite what was going on at the time. But he, being the caretaker over at that school, saw something there. Saw something there that absolutely freaked him out. Um... And, you know, as we went to that school, so, you know, for us, it was, oh, it was exciting, you know, what's going on, all this sort of thing. Now, rightly or wrongly, sometime later, we went over there one evening when we were there with him just to, you know, because he, he was, he'd got a lot of uh, stick about what was going on. There'd been a, it, the, the, obviously it had spread around the school and there were some problems there. So we went over there with him. And stood there. Now, without a doubt, um, you know, we stood in a hall. We all stood, stood quietly. We were all together. When noises started to move from the opposite to where we were, down in the hallway, all the way round, round the back of us, 
uh, and all the way back round. And like I'm talking quite significant. Uh, first of all, like footsteps, but then like bangs. So it, it, we were all freaked out. And again, I get that you know, a bit suggestible. You're in there because you think there's something in there anyway. So you're listening out for things. We all talked about whether it was the pipes and as the pipes were going around and then we walked down and into a couple of classrooms where there was some problems that he'd had. That's where he'd actually seen things happening. And I stood there and I saw, you know, I didn't see anything at all as far as what you'd class as a ghost, but there was things that you couldn't explain it. You know, the, we stood there, there was no windows open. There was no, we stood still. And then, the mobile that was above us that the kids had made started sort of flapping about and moving around a little bit more than it, it should be because there was no drafts, there was nothing like that. And I guess, and even as I'm saying this, I can see where, you know, the suggestion of something happening. But I just saw that guy's face when he first came into the house when he was so frightened, and I mean, as an adult. And then I went in there and I could, you know, whether I could feel it because everybody else was feeling it or I could experience something because I was expecting to experience something, but it certainly felt like that. It certainly felt like there was something actually going on. Yeah. Now, you know, yeah. I've also had another experience when I was at home. And again, I've spoken about this many times. I was in my bedroom. I was only a kid then. My brother shared the same bedroom with me. I can remember being in bed. We had a unit in the, in the corner that had a railway track on it. I'd got a toy plastic gun that, you know, not very PC now, but at the time we, we had, that was on the, the side. Um, and I sat there in bed, I woke up, I, I think I woke up, but, you know, my brother was asleep. I saw a boy walk into the room. I saw him, I looked at him, I got up and sat up in bed looking at him. He walked over to where the rower was. He was still looking at me, he took something from the top of there, walked back out the door. I got out of bed, walked out onto the landing and he was walking down. I saw him walking down the stairs and then turned the corner again. By that time, I started to freak out. Obviously, everybody woke up and, you know, there was no sign of anything. The gun that was actually on the top, we never found again, never, never, uh, you know. And again, we could, you know, there's plenty of things was my brother playing tricks on me. My brother was sound asleep. So, I mean, your brother's but, put typewriters under your bed and stuff like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. My brother had a—he used to sit in the front room and go, "Oh, I'm really, I'm quite tired." And at first, everybody used to look at him and think, "Oh, okay then." And he'd go up to bed before me, which was sort of weird because he's three years older than me. But by the time that had happened a few times, we realised that he'd been putting things, setting things up on the top of the door. Yes, he put a typewriter in my bed, which I didn't even notice once and got my foot caught in it. <laughs> lots, of, lots of things happened. He did have to stop when I used to send my mum up first to check out whether there was anything booby-trapped before I went in there. But, you know, it went on for a little while, let's say. But again, you know, I, I get that that's not necessarily – there's no proof, is there? But there's there's certainly that, – that, that happened, whether it happened and I was half asleep and I imagined it all – it didn't feel like that at the time. It still doesn't feel like that. But, you know, I'm I'm not stupid. It could well have been the case. And, I, and I, you know, I do sort of have a conflict with all this because I, I don't necessarily believe in 
an afterlife, but then I don't disbelieve that there's such a thing as a ghost. So that kind of contradicts itself in a way anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's, I guess it's the unexplained. It's the unexplained that we all love, don't we? The unexplained quickly is can quite easily just be put down to something like ghosts or something like that. I mean, in a lot of cases, there can be, you said about being in bed, being half asleep. It quite, quite honestly could have been just you're half asleep. You feel like you've seen something, you're half dreaming. You can daydream, stuff like that. Generally, well, people got... don't see things in the light, do they? You said about the, the, the thing in the... What was it called? The mobile, mobile. thing in, in in the classroom. I mean, did you just open the door? Because it's quite possible that there was a waft of air that went up and then across the ceiling. Well, no, we'd, we'd all, all been in there for a few minutes or so. Uh, we closed the door behind us and stood there. And, yeah, no, no I, everything you say is quite sort of, you know... And it's a sensible way of looking at it. And, you know, there's there's no way you can prove it. You're right. Even, it often happens when perhaps the, your mind will play tricks in when you're tired, when you're, when you're in a place that, you know, uh, in inverted commas, is spooky. It's dark. It's, it's creepy. There's, there's silence. There might be a few noises, you know, it starts to spark all that off, doesn't it? Sketch your imagination running. I mean, yeah. my, I have got quite a vivid imagination still have, so I guess I mean at the moment I'm I'm imagining you know, I'm doing a podcast about ghosts, you know. <laughs> God knows what's really happening, but you know. So I guess that's the the power of persuasion and the perhaps it's perhaps it's the want to you said right at the beginning to actually uh, want something like that to be true because if it's true then as much as you know the uh, you see you know people look at ghosts and say yeah they're good ghosts or there's bad ghosts it really simplifying it but you know if you thought that there was something more then that would give you sort of more um i don't know more more sort of uh belief that this isn't just it okay let's switch this around then um has there ever been anything in in your life that has happened that you can't explain that could be put down to something along the lines of what I've been, been talking about? I think it's not so much that I can't explain. I mean, even just sitting here, I'm looking over across my room at some drawings I've done and they're all wafting around. There's no wind or anything in here. The windows are closed. They're moving around. That's because they're sitting above the radio. That's just difference in air pressure and the heat and stuff like that. That's that's causing them to wave. But um, what I, if you walked over to that radiator, touched it, and it was cold? Would you like me to walk over to the radiator and see if it's if it's? <laughs> no, I'm not, no, because you know there's no need for that. But what if you did? <laughs> but again, that could still be a difference in pressure in the room. Yeah. If you understand what I mean. Um, even just whether it's it's cold in, in one corner of the room and it's warmer in another corner of the room because I'm in one half of the room and that it's and no one's in the other half of the room. It's cold okay. because maybe the walls are thinner, maybe there's a connection, some like slight thing from under the door as well. It's going to be colder over there, it's going to be warmer over here. There's means it's going to be a kind of convection in the room, which means that even if everything was perfectly still there would still be a chance that you might have something as light as a piece of paper just wafting around. I mean, that's not to say that stuff like, like you said, in the mobile in that room, that's not to say that that wasn't 
what happened. Um, I've had other stuff as well. Well, yeah, um, just just from what you said, I mean, I think the problem you've got is you're starting to use facts and like uh, and science. Ah, yeah, no, that's, to, that's to the problem, isn't it? it? I don't think you're opening your mind up far enough <laughs> in order to take on these these other things on a different level. I, you know, I wish you'd embrace it, but you know, you 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 you're too clever. Well, go on, we'll we'll go with one thing that from a child. So yeah, as a child, I was laying in bed. Um, you remember when I was a kid? I used to have lots of posters in my room, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. So I had a Lilo and Stitch poster in my room. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I had this dream one night, and, and this one definitely was a dream. I was laying there. And there was kind of like these high kind of cliff faces. Everything was dark, kind of stormy, kind of... It wasn't raining, but it was like dark clouds overhead. Uh, we were there as a family, you know, family day out. Um, and there was like rope bridges going across. Now, I remember... And, you know, in Star Wars, the 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 monsters inside the, the asteroid, the one like oh, the right, big... Yeah, yeah. It's almost like an eel. Yeah. There was big kind of things of those down at the bottom of this really, really deep pit. And you started going across the bridge and then you fell down and you were in this pit. And I woke up suddenly. I was a bit worried about you. I was already terrified. Um, I was laying there like, oh, it wasn't real, it wasn't real. I'm laying there in bed. And as I'm laying there, there's the Lilo and Stitch poster on the wall. And the it's there is Lilo and Stitch and they're inside and they used to have a TV series that had lots of different like of, of Stitch's cousins uh, like oh, right. other aliens other experiments yeah, other experiments that's it and they were all inside the this kind of uh, this truck kind of thing like a Land Rover type thing and they were all driving driving it and they were driving towards me out of the poster I kind of moved to one side and then they drove past Wow. And then that's kind of all I remember from that. But I was convinced that these drove out of the poster. And because I was, as far as I was concerned, very much awake. That was the only one that was kind of like, whoa, that's strange. But it was in the middle of the night. And really, though I was awake it's still possible that your mind continues in a dreamlike state and, and will try and convince you things. And that's what I feel like happened there. Because I don't know about... I, I, I wasn't aware that Lilo and Stitch had died, so I, could, I wasn't aware they could be ghosts, you know? Right. I thought you were going to say, when you were telling that story, that you you uh, you took off your pyjamas you had tyre marks going up one side of you. <laughs> oh, I bet, yeah, yeah. I've still got them on me today. <laughs> exactly. So, you know... Well, I do say, look, I mean, I get it. I get a dream state. I get that can sort of, um, you, you, there's there's varying degrees of being asleep. So I can see how that would work in that sort of uh, case. I mean, but they do talk about your mind as well. Don't they talk about your brain and how much of your actual brain you use. There are parts Some more of, than others. Yeah. Um, I don't know quite whether you were, that was just a swipe at me then, but you know. Um, Take it how you want. So there's so there's parts of the brain that that just don't aren't used, and they talk they talk about harnessing those parts of your brain. Now would that 
would you look at that as being something that would make you or enable you to perceive or see things that other people couldn't or what 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 would that part of your brain be for you know that's not being used is that evolution that we don't use that did we once use that is it something we are going to use i mean you've got a massive head so uh, oh. god no god knows how much i mean yeah it's like a melon uh, god knows how much of your brain is not being used and you're an intelligent lad so you know I will point out that once we did measure both our heads and we had the same circumference. Actually, I think yours I was... I can't believe that. You were I've there. Got pe- I've got a little peanut here to compare to yours. <laughs> I mean, but you see what I mean. You're saying about we only use a percentage of our brain. I'm pretty sure that that's been proved wrong. Oh, that's not not in the comics I read. Oh, the comics <laughs> you read? No, I think that's fairly recently I've read that. Oh, you know. You know Pinky in the brains. brain. Pinky <laughs> in the brain. <laughs> Melons and peanuts. <laughs> you know, it's, um, you know they, they, people write these things, intelligent people. There's pictures and everything. But no, I mean, uh, oh, perhaps I'm wrong, but I thought that was the case. I thought, you know, that if you harness some of your brain power, you might be able to move things from like a, a truck from a poster past you with only your fault. I mean, that would be great if I could do that. I mean, I've throughout my whole life, I've, I've continuously attempted to try and move things from my mind, like Jedi tricks. Have uh, you really? Cause I thought I was the only one who did that. No, I think it's very common. I think Is a it? lot of people oh, try it. I'm I really, really that. was trying the other day. Cause I know it's not possible, but part of me just wants to do it. But I just think if I try hard enough, maybe, maybe. I've got my lightsaber mounted on my wall, so it'd be great if I could then... Just swing that off and knock someone's head off. Just go, hang on, I'll give it a go. Uh, It's not working. (laughs) No? No, it's still on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, think of that. If you can use your powers to summon some snacks and some drinks for the next podcast, because, you know, we're on our second one, and yet there's still nothing available. Well, we didn't think this through this time. I didn't even bring a drink upstairs this time. (laughs) All right. Well, I'll give you that then. Okay. Well, look, we, we beg to differ. We beg to differ on... And I can't seriously sit here and say I've got any... Uh, concrete facts about you know or proof that things exist like that maybe it's because i want them to exist maybe it's my uh love of the x-files that brings that yeah you've been watching that a lot recently (laughs) i I have again yeah but you know perhaps you know perhaps i'm more open-minded than you are you know that's not that's not saying that's better than you but you know i I don't know i mean i would in a way love to be proved wrong i would love for someone to so for all of a sudden there to be ghosts it's just logically i can't think of a way that they could be ghosts and i mean if people want to believe it if they want to that's fine if it's if it's going to make their lives better i've got absolutely no problem with it i've just got no reason as to believe they do exist i mean everything is made up of matter in this universe every single person is made up of atoms now i just don't understand how something can exist without there being matter there uh i mean i know there's forces that apply on things but it just it uh, what controls those forces is the universe there's no yeah, spirit there to 
nothing can but be But then done we there. get into other other new sort of area there as far as the universe and and my theories on what actually the universe is. So that's for another time. That's for another podcast, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I'll blow your mind. David Harding's theories of the universe. <laughs> Absolutely. All if right, I look the... forward to that one. Oh yeah, yeah. You should do. Should do. It'll be a real treat. Yeah, I bet it will. And now, a message from our spooky sponsors. Whether it's just itchy because of all the sweat, or you've sat down and didn't see the Gary Barlow action figure again, we understand. We've all been there. We don't ask questions. We're just here to help. Peterson's Anus Cream. With the opposite of a pain in the butt. Side effects may include hair growth, radical combustion of the bum, or intolerance to jelly beans. Not to be applied to the anus or any surrounding tissue. May contain us if it's brown, flush it down. Not to be used with toothpaste, been used within 48 hours, or read the label. Woohoo! Okay, then following on from our talk about ghosts. Okay. Right, I thought what I'll do is I'm going to read you out, one at a time, ten creatures. Let's call them creatures, right, for the sake of argument. And I want you to tell me whether you think they're real things, true, lived out there, once or still do, or they don't exist at all. All right? Got okay. that? It's fairly I think simple. So. I think just so. Just to so, see how open your mind was. Yeah, you know, so or say, if they're, say if they're real or not, basically. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you might, right. I might ask some supplementing supplement some more questions <laughs> yeah you know yeah have you so, got right, a, okay this, sorry just before we go have you got a, a name for this game uh uh yeah yeah uh it's called um <laughs> uh i wrote it down somewhere um, i'm not making this up at all as i go along it's called uh uh, uh myths or <laughs> Real. Because <laughs> <laughs> it came with myths or real. <laughs> right, go ahead. <clears throat> Don't mock the game. <laughs> right, okay, we're going to kick off uh, with the Loch Ness Monster. I want you to go, Loch Ness Monster, myths or real? Oh, sorry, okay. Like deal Loch Ness no deal. Monster, myth or real? Loch Ness Monster, myth yeah, see what what's what was it? What's in the lock then, or what was in the lock? Look, I mean, I, that one, to be fair, is a bit more. I I actually I'm gonna go and say, I'm not gonna say there was never anything there. So I can't say whether this one is definitely a myth or definitely real. Um, I so just what, think as of this moment in time, I think there's there's probably nothing in there, but. Probability says that there was a, a dinosaur-like creature in there at some point. Really, there might yeah, have been the, something the, there. The the game isn't myth, real, or might be. <laughs> that wasn't the uh, the name of the game, you know. Well, if I'm saying a lot if, of work into this game. Oh yeah. How how, okay. how long did you spend? I'm going to push you. Myth or real? Not this right. monster. Okay, if you're going to push me as to an answer for right here, right now, I'm going to say. Myth. Okay, okay, we'll have that. Right, number two. Unicorns. Myth or real? 
Well, unicorns is a difficult one because are you talking about unicorn as in the horse with a horn on it? Or because otherwise it could be a rhino and that's real. Well, no, I'd have said rhino, wouldn't I? Myth or real. And that'd have been really easy. It's <laughs> yeah. unicorns, the horse with a horn on the front of it. Um, I'm going to say a myth. Myth? Yeah. I mean, I'm very much in the saying that someone has stuck a horn to the front of a horse's head and called it a unicorn, but it was not a real unicorn. Really? I've even seen okay. it. They did it on the one show one year for April Fool's Day. Ah, oh, there's going to be a lot of little girls really disappointed with that answer yeah. when it comes out. Okay. All right. I'm not going to go on with that one. Okay. Yeti or slash Bigfoot. Whoa, slash, whoa. Slash Abominable Snowman. Myth or real? Yeah. Can we just take a moment? Yeti and Bigfoot, two different things altogether. Oh, God. All right. Um, okay. Right. Now we'll go back to originally and Yeti. Myth or real? Yeti. 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 Okay. Um, I I don't actually know much about a Yeti. I would say a myth because in reality it probably is. Whereabouts is the Yeti meant to be anyway? Nepal. Is... Himalayas. Nepal. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Nepal. Um <laughs> It's it's you know in the frozen wastelands and forests it, of it, so of in reality the Arctic snowy kind of places no, northern hemisphere no 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 not 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 the Arctic not the Arctic at all we're talking about in the snow capped mountains of Europe right so and possibility Asia. possibility is it could be a polar bear I'm gonna uh, say myth po- oh, right okay okay number four. Giant squid, myth or real? Real, that one. Really? Yeah, you I'm think? gonna go giant squid real because, yeah, you might not necessarily see them much, but the ocean is a huge place. We're still discovering fish in the ocean. Right. I think I think that one very much could be. I mean, I know you could make the same argument for the Loch Ness monster, but a lock is very different to the ocean. I think giant Wait. squid is real, and even if it doesn't necessarily, maybe it's it could potentially be extinct now, but I. I think it did exist okay all right you know these are your answers what would you say with that maybe because you seem uh, a bit well, giant squid depends how giant you're talking if you're talking kraken giant sort of comes up and pulls down ships and things uh absolutely they exist yeah <laughs> right <laughs> next but one not, not the giant squid that destroys <laughs> no, planets no, no. no what's the point of that what's the point of being a giant squid if you're not going to attack boats right number five phoenixes myth or real myth i, I haven't even got an argument for that one because i've never even a, no, a, 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 a creature that sets itself on fire and then rebirths itself yeah, yeah. sorry i can't I can't say that one's real at all. Ain't that, isn't that what pigeons do? Oh, yeah, you're right. Are pigeons not just the modern-day phoenix setting themselves yeah. on fire? Because I've yeah. seen them down south in High Street with their lighters as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. No, see, I think, I think you're fine. I'm right there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. What about dragons? Myth or real? Dragon? dragon. I, don't know I, said it, I don't know why I said it like that. Um, I don't know. Dragons. Uh they are a myth, but a very cool myth. 
because there's dragons in lots of different cultures. This is the strange thing about dragons is you've got them very much ingrained in Chinese culture, uh, but you've also got them in like uh, Harry Potter to, in Harry Potter culture and yeah. Lord of the Rings culture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and fantasy culture. But I mean, but the fantasy comes in more of a, well, you see a lot of fantasy things are based on kind of Europe, aren't they? They feel they feel European. When you if you were to read something like Lord of the Rings, and especially Lord of the Rings, because I guess it's a lot of them are British, Scandinavian, I suppose. Yeah, you got a lot of Nordic and British actors in there and stuff like that. And Game of Thrones is very British, but everything feels like like said Scandinavian, European, British stuff like that. So those ones is a myth, but is is something that. It is strange how it goes across a lot of cultures, but then could it could it be something that did exist that now is extinct? You know, like ferrets. The ferrets extinct. I think I think I'm right in saying. I think you're that. thinking fairies. I watch a lot of uh, oh fairies. That's it. Yeah, yeah. fairies. They're extinct. <laughs> what northern people uh, keep down their trousers? Fairies. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> they don't exist anymore. That's right. What yeah. northern people? Northern people very much exist. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, no, sorry. Uh, so, this wasn't ferrets. This was I forgot you forgot what would. Oh, dragons. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's strange that there are lots of cultures, but it, there's no proof to add to the fact that they did exist. Again, it's something that if someone was to prove me wrong, I'd happily be proved wrong. I mean, a lot okay. of this stuff. If, if someone was to prove me wrong, I'd happily be proved wrong. But right. Okay. We'll move on then. Uh, what about? Mermaids, myth, or real? Oh, well, they found skeletons, but uh, have you seen that? No. No. Okay. There was. I, I mean, I've seen. Was, I've seen skeletons. Do you see skeletons? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was but, like um, a, a myth. Uh, there was a um a mermaid skeleton. I believe it was pretty much someone pieced together a couple of skeletons to make. Oh, it look you like talking a mermaid. about Barnum? With a, a monkey's head, body, and a fish's tail. I don't know that what you're f- talking a f- about. There. A famous uh, sideshow freak show. Barnum used to have all these sort of things, and um, uh, he did exhibit as a genuine fake a monkey's torso sewed onto a fish's body as a mermaid. When it you say sort Barnum, of mummified. do you mean Barney is in the purple dinosaur? No, 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 oh, okay. no. It was, it, it was well before Barney the purple dinosaurs. Which he's prehistoric, so that's really strange. Uh, mermaids. I'm going to go with they are a myth. Um, it's again. See, uh, there's actually a kind of thing here because you said about giant squids and mermaids. Maids. Mermaids lure, lure uh, people onto the rocks, don't they? Yeah, sirens. It, but these are people like naval kind of things like ships and stuff like that people on ships mm. would come up with these kind of stories as to why this boat crashed or something like that or why not this that boat they were all sunk in the middle something. of the sea not that they were yeah. all drunk and someone decided to yeah. see if they could take a shortcut between two rocks yeah over now i'm gonna go with a myth again okay. except for ariel oh of course yeah yeah okay then dinosaurs myth or real Dinosaurs, very much real. 
very much proof for those. They don't obviously exist anymore, but they very much did. They're great. Love dinosaurs. That sounded a bit Donald Trump-esque there, didn't it? Love dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> it's because of, of the small hands. Yeah, my tiny hands. <laughs> I was doing the hand thing as well, you know, the, the okay sign. Um, you know, finger and thumb. No, dinosaurs, they they exist. I mean, yeah, they've see, dug up like, dinosaurs. When I was younger, there was the main dinosaurs that you were taught were a, t- a T-Rex, Tyrannosaurus rex, a Triceratops, and a Brontosaurus. And now, Brontosaurus... That, that doesn't exist anywhere. So are they, are they making it up as they go along? I think it's unfair to say they're making it up as they go along. They're trying to, It's like having a big old jigsaw and they're trying to put the jigsaw together without the box to show what the picture is. And I think they're doing a very good job. I mean, saying something, saying something like a brontosaurus doesn't exist anymore, well, strictly speaking, by that logic, it never existed. Uh, and putting something together and saying, well, that never existed... And it was a made-up name anyway. No, like T-Rex, when he was T-Rex, when he was round back in the olden days, you know, back in like nineteen twenties. Um, yeah. <laughs> he didn't go. All right, my name's T-Rex because he didn't have a name. So it's okay. Uh, again. Th- that one's, but again, sorry, going back to the dragons thing, were dragons because someone pieced the dinosaur together wrong? Ah. Tyrannodon like and uh, and a, and maybe a a Velociraptor or a T Rex and they thought oh look these these go together. No, you should you should never put those things together. I've seen Jurassic Park. That's the that's the thing that goes wrong every it's time. Jurassic World though. Well, Jurassic that's World, Jurassic really Park, wrong. it goes very wrong. Actually, Don't, talk never about mix that. them up. Wouldn't it have been great if they did mix Tyrannodon with the Indominus Rex? It'd have a flying Indominus Rex. Wow. No, can't see that. The next one ain't out yet. Maybe you're going to find one of them in them. Anyway, look, look, you're starting to talk like normal scientific sense, sensible, that sort of stuff around dinosaurs. And, you know, this is not, I want to put pick holes in these things. Giants, oh. myth or real? What defines a giant? Really big bloke or woman. Really, really big I'm not bloke. sexist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they exist <laughs> I think there is there is a um, and I know you said about avoiding science but there is a definition of a giant and it's a bit like where a definition of a I was about to say hobbit then but you know what I mean where those fall into place and some people you have to be over a certain height and people fit into that so yeah they are giants what, what about something like a BFG BFG no that that is a myth. Well, I'm, I'm sure I read that in a, uh, a book? science book. Yeah. Who is it written by? Roald Dahl? Oh, yeah, maybe, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, okay. right. All right. Well, I, I think there's giants out there. He makes dreams, think, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. How are the dreams made? That tell know. you all about ghosts. All right. Oh, full circle. Well done. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> right, and the last one I've got on here is uh, badgers. Well... I've only ever seen a badger when I've been on a night out and been really drunk. So I'm going to go for a myth because I've never seen them sober. Yeah, right. There you go then. That's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I agree completely. I mean, I, I did have a, an incident with a badger yesterday, in fact. But, you know, did I see it? 
Was it just a projection of my mind? Was I dreaming? Is it real? You know, or was I, it I, just I, a fox in disguise? It could have been. That, that's the sort of thing a fox would do. You can't trust yeah, foxes. Yeah, they're so sly. Yeah. They're full of it. So, yeah. look, no, that's great. I mean, I, I really think we've unravelled a lot. I think uh, There's a lot of information for people to take on board there. I think a real conclusion we've come to in this entire podcast, and there's been a lot of drivel all throughout, but I think the real thing that we can take take home from this and, and this is taking home even though we're already sat at home is uh, that badgers are a lie yeah I think yeah. if anything if there's a tagline from this podcast it's badgers are a lie um, giant squids are inconclusive and uh, not everybody believes in ghosts absolutely I couldn't agree more well on that note I think it's time for us to go so uh, thank hey, you uh, uh, hang on hang on hang on what's up um, we haven't gone through. We've got a couple of messages come through. Oh, oh, really? Yep. Yeah. You know, um, one of which let's let's have a look through. They've come to the uh, father and son days uh, email. Yeah. Uh, hi, hi guys, love the podcast. Good start there. Keep up the good work. I have attached a picture of a rash that's appeared since the last podcast. Any thoughts? Oh, I've got. Many faults. That's uh, from Clive from Aberdeen. I've got many faults, Clive. Uh, I really do think you need to seek professional help for both sending us an email about it and the actual rash itself by the look of it. Although, if you look at that rash really carefully, it's got the face of Jesus in it. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Right yeah. on point. Yeah. Oh, in that case, uh, print up some... Uh, tea towels, get it sorted. <laughs> Good one, Clive. Thanks for your input. Thanks, um, Clive. Uh, uh, we've got another one. This is, um, oh dear, to who it may concern, never a good start. I am absolutely furious after listening to today's podcast. How dare you suggest that ghosts don't exist? I'll have you know I'm a ghost currently residing in a dilapidated shed in Mid Wales. If ghosts don't exist, then what am I? Oh, then he's put boo. Uh, oh. Kind regards. Oh dear, G- Jim, born eighteen twenty one, died eighteen sixty three, killed by wasps. Well, Jim, um, I'm I'm extremely sorry if we've upset you. Uh, I think um, let's face it, if you've been killed by wasps, you're, you know, I'm sure this wasn't too upsetting for you. But um, you know, it obviously really you are. Off. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, your proof. Your if it, uh, he wanted proof. At the beginning of this podcast, and I said to him, if I had proof, I'd give him proof. Well, this is proof. We've got an email from you. Uh, you do exist. Ghosts do exist. I think. You, you, know, you know what? Great. I think that might have actually just changed my mind because he must be a ghost because he he start he ended it with boo. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Classic, classic ghost. <laughs> classic, classic ghost. <laughs> classic ghost email. Classic. And you know what's really what what's even spookier is the fact that we haven't even published. Uh, our first podcast at time recording, let alone this one. And, and we that, haven't even even broadcast the email address, so it, this is what's really spooky about it. It's supernatural. Only a ghost would, one, send an email with boo on the end of it and do it when they didn't even know what the email address was. And 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 unless they're also Clive, because Clive managed to do it and he's not a ghost. Okay, yeah, but he's, you know, he's obviously sending it to the wrong one. But, you know, scientists, there you go. Proof your point. Go. Right, and on that note, I think it is really time to end the podcast. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, 
thank you so much for once again listening to Father and Sundays. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, if you yep. haven't already, remember to subscribe on all the different platforms uh, if you use any. Uh, we also have a Twitter, a Facebook, an Instagram, so make sure you're following all of those if you actually want to. I'm not going to force you to, but it would be greatly appreciated. Keep up to date with things. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we do podcasts every Sunday. Well, it's planned to every Sunday. There may be some Sundays we'll miss, but we'll get to those when we come to them. But just check those out. Keep up to date. And uh, I guess we'll be seeing you next time. Anything to add, Dan? Uh, no, thoroughly enjoyed it. And uh, see you soon. All right. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.